0: Hello and welcome to Manifest the Big Stuff. I'm Greg Kuhn, the Law of Attraction Science guy. I'm a speaker, a writer, a podcaster, and an intentional manifesting coach. Please think of Manifest the Big Stuff as a tune-up for manifestors who look to create their realities more intentionally, just as I do. In each episode, I always share ideas, techniques, tips, things that are all designed to help you become a more powerful architect of your reality. I'm really excited to be with you today because this is the fourth episode of a Manifest the Big Stuff series called Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. In this series, I'm walking you through the latest use of my belief-raising process, a process I invented in 2007 to try to avoid complete and total financial annihilation, it worked so well, I had to start writing about it. And actually, that's how I got started as an author. Since that first time using it, my belief raising process has proven over and over again that it works very well. This process actually grows incapable beliefs. Into alignment with your desires in almost any area of your life, which means that you will manifest versions of that part of your life much closer to your desires for them. I'm going to walk you through my latest use of this process in real time in each episode, where I cover or detail one step up my emotional reference chart until I reach the top. Today, I'm going to share my raw fourth journal entry as I wrote and lived my way into my new target emotional perspective on the emotional reference chart, the perspective of indifference and apathy. Last week, my friend Jeff told me, dude, this series is for people who are really into your thing. And I thought to myself, well, what is my thing? That's a good question, right? My thing is that reality is subjective. Now, that doesn't mean that you're manifesting the wrong version of reality when you're displeased by it. It doesn't mean that you should be manifesting anything differently. It means that you can. It means that you can manifest anything you want to differently, if you want to. My belief-raising process is, in large part, the thing when changing your reality or your life from the inside out, as I always recommend. It's about claiming how you truly feel about a part of your life that is bedeviling you, a part of your life that seems unnecessarily painful, and then leading your subconscious and your amygdala by the hand, almost like a small child, into new, more aligned beliefs by authentically achieving slightly more positive emotional perspectives, by writing and living your way into them in a sequential order, by following an ascending list of emotional perspectives that I call my emotional reference chart. Let's start with the belief-raising process I developed back in 2007 when I was facing that financial crisis. This process was born out of a deep, resounding, and necessary desire to reshape my reality and align my beliefs with my desires. As I've already mentioned, it worked so well that I began writing about it, which led me to become an author. And since then, this process has repeatedly shown its effectiveness. The belief-raising process elevates your beliefs or grows them to align with your deepest desires, it empowers you to manifest versions of reality that resonate closely with what you truly want. To achieve this transformation, I developed my emotional reference chart inspired by Esther and Jerry Hicks' emotional guidance scale. My chart ranges from distressed feelings at the bottom to high emotional states at the top, and the improvement between each emotional perspective is genuine but incremental. In this series, of course, we're exploring how I'm growing my beliefs, in this instance surrounding the statement, I am God. And in this series, you get to witness the powerful effects of this transformative journey. Remember, reshaping reality through belief-raising is not about fooling or manipulating anyone or anything, including yourself and your subconscious. It's about authentically meeting yourself where you are, acknowledging your true emotions, And coaching yourself gently, yet firmly, in a way that your subconscious can genuinely believe. Now, back in 2007, this process helped me eliminate all my debt, avoid any foreclosures, of which I was facing 15, and overcome personal disaster. It continues to work wonders in my life. And I'm excited to share this journey with you. To embark on this life-changing journey together, I invite you to grab a copy of my latest book, A Handbook for Those Already Born. It's available on Amazon. You can click to it from my website. And of course, you might also want to explore previous titles like How Quantum Physicists Build New Beliefs or why quantum physicists play Grow a Greater You, those books are great to play along with as well. Our beliefs shape our reality, and almost every single one of them were inherited from our caregivers during our early childhood. When life now as an adult becomes painful, that's a clear sign that you will benefit from employing. The belief raising process and unlocking the power of growing your beliefs. Please make sure you stay connected with me through my Facebook manifesting group, which is called Manifest the Big Stuff with Greg Kuhn, Growing Our Realities Together. The link to that is in the description of this episode. And also, Continue the journey by subscribing to my newsletter, Quantum Thoughts. The link to that is also in the description of this episode. Both of those avenues for us to remain in contact will give you exclusive access to content available nowhere else. I would love to have you join the Facebook group and the newsletter today. In the previous episode of this series, I was at the emotional perspective of unease and discontent. It was very easy for me to feel uneasy and discontented about being God. One of the ways that perspective was empowering for me was that it led me to realize that it was me, not some external source who was judging myself. I was using subjective rules, rules I acquired while I was a young child, to judge myself every day. God wasn't doing that to me. I was doing that to me. And quite naturally, from that realization arose another close behind it, Any time I'm not truly adhering to the rules by which I am judging myself, I can and should do one of two things. One, start actually following those rules. Or two, liberate myself from them. These were and are very powerful realizations. They led to a more proactive, less victim-oriented perspective on my life and on the statement, I am God. And furthermore, I amended an important question that arose during my second writing session. In my second writing session, a question arose of its own volition, who says I'm not supposed to fail or come up short? Or feel pain in my life? Good question. Asked literally. I expanded that question in my third writing to Am I saying I'm not supposed to fail, come up short, or feel pain in my life? And that's an even better question to answer, a more empowering question. Now, for this fourth writing, Let's start with the emotions for the new emotional perspective. Indifference means a lack of interest, concern, or sympathy. It's unimportant. And apathy means a lack of enthusiasm. As I began jotting down those definitions, some thoughts started to grab my attention, and I made note of them. Let me read those to you now. When I wrote down the definitions, I had a lot of doubt about this perspective, indifference and apathy. It just didn't seem right, and I just didn't see a fit, but I trusted that it would come to me. I started reading Franco Romero's book, and let me interrupt and say if you remember From previous episodes, Franco Romero is the gifted clairvoyant and channeler, as well as an award winning author, who introduced me to the idea that I am God and started me on this journey in the first place. So I started reading Franco's book, and while eye opening, it reinforced that he is not saying that I am the one all powerful. God, just as I had noted from the start. And as such, what am I even going for here, other than stuff I already know? And when I found it, I also realized that this perspective might be insidious. It's necessary for my journey and treacherous, because it might just represent a glass ceiling. Hmm. This curiosity served as my writing prompt, leading me into the realm of free-form writing on this emotional perspective. Free-form writing is a powerful technique that allows the subconscious to express itself freely. I find that free-form writing works best for me when I use pen and paper. There's something liberating about the physical act of writing and it enhances the effectiveness of this belief-raising journey. So I highly recommend trying the pen-and-paper approach yourself. Here's how I go about it. Equipped with the definitions and the writing prompt questions, I let my pen become a channel for my thoughts. I allow the ideas and emotions to flow without restraint transcribing them as they emerge without judgment or filtering. I keep the editing to a bare minimum, preserving the rawness and honesty of my thoughts. When I first encountered the statement, I am God, on my very first writing session, genuine worry and nervousness engulfed me. It was effortless to immerse myself in the emotional perspective of worry and nervousness. This emotional proximity is precisely what makes the process so effective. Being emotionally honest with your subconscious triggers authentic responses. The key to success lies in taking one step at a time, one emotional perspective at a time. I met indifference and apathy. For writing session number four, and that's what I'm sharing with you today. And while it might have been tempting for me to rush through multiple perspectives, I didn't. I never do, and I urge you to resist that temptation too. Progressing gradually, one perspective at a time, ensures that your subconscious remains stable, allowing your beliefs to grow organically into alignment during each incremental shift upward of emotional perspectives. Skipping emotional perspectives might lead to emotional quantum leaps, which will always undermine the growth of beliefs. Each emotional perspective offers unique manifestations of reality in accord with that new perspective, and each holds essential lessons that contribute to your understanding and your perception. Remember, your external reality reflects your internal world, which is shaped by your beliefs. As you ascend one emotional perspective on the chart, your beliefs evolve under the influence of the quantum field or We might call it the one consciousness. It's as if the quantum field is offering you a personalized curriculum tailored exclusively to you. These lessons are invaluable and should not be skipped. They are the true treasures of this process. Sometimes I think even more important than reaching the top of the emotional reference chart and being at the perspective of love and ecstasy. In the upcoming episodes, I'm going to share with you the individualized curriculum that each new perspective brings and how engaging with life shifts as a result of this growth. I'm going to do that today too. Let's delve into my fourth writing session now. I'm going to read you The raw journal entry for indifference and apathy. The lack of enthusiasm for this stems from a couple things. Right now, I am feeling lack of interest because there is no immediate reward for my proficiency with the statement, I am God. Obviously, Franco did not mean that I am the God, like in the Bible. Obviously, Franco means that I am God and I am a part of God, just as I write and teach. I say those words verbatim in my new book. I know this. I am this. That's why I teach this. So, yeah, lack of concern here. No, Absence of interest, concern, or enthusiasm, but lacking those things. They are here, but not dominant, not prevalent. They're part of the scenery, like trees lining my street. I see them every day, and I'm used to taking them for granted. But that doesn't mean they're unimportant. They're amazing entities, those trees, and they make our neighborhood a better place to live. I love them, but I'm not enthusiastic about them, and I'm not interested in making them more of a focal point than they already are, nor am I concerned about them beyond wanting to live amongst lovely trees. So in adopting this perspective, I'm not saying that I don't care at all that I am God. I do care. I'm saying that I already know this, and I don't see how and where to go much further or deeper with it, considering the end game isn't to realize that I am or become the Almighty God. Even if that were true, which it's not, how would or could I possibly go there? I don't want to devote my life to that pursuit, for sure. And wouldn't even, if being or becoming the Almighty God, were somehow possible. I am God is just not relevatory enough for me to be enthusiastic about it. I'm enthusiastic about my belief-raising process, for sure. And I feel that enthusiasm right now for this process and what is possible through it but not for being or becoming or discovering that I am God. In that pursuit, I'll continue this belief-raising process because of the process itself, but otherwise, I'm indifferent to that goal right now. Now, how do I engage with the new Slightly more aligned version of reality provided to me by indifference and apathy. Let's read the engagement section. Indifference feels worse in a way than anger. Indifference makes me angry. Well, Maybe not worse, but it's its own special kind of pain. Kin to, what's the point? Indifference is like hitting a glass ceiling. I'm out of the most obvious negative emotional perspectives, but still only able to look at the higher ones. It's an all-too-familiar perspective and there is an echo of hopelessness to it indifference is like a prison without walls prison i don't even know i'm in because it's good enough sometimes to be out of the most obvious pain i've languished here before many times people i love going to die i'm going to die and in the meantime I'm going to worry about them and about me and life. And since I'm not the Almighty God and I'm not seeking to become that, what's the point of exploring this any further? Maybe this is as good as it gets for me here. And it's pretty damn good, too. I'm healthy, fit, loved, appreciated, valuable. And wealthy. I'm just also judgmental, impatient, conditional, anxious, blaming, and afraid. I will suffer here as well as be fulfilled. Interesting. As with previous emotional perspective writing, indifference and apathy didn't set me free to experience my ultimate goals for the statement, I am God, to embody that statement fully and joyfully, and to understand it fully and joyfully. But this new emotional perspective did set me free from some rigid ideas about how I needed to be experiencing the statement, I am God, from previous emotional perspectives. It allowed me to simply be okay where I am with this statement, which did represent growth and was definitely a more aligned place from which to manifest this part of my life than my previous emotional perspectives. Next month, I'm going to share my writing about the emotional perspective of pensiveness and melancholy, which is the next perspective up on my emotional reference chart. I can't wait to share that with you. So please make sure you join me again in October. Until then, I want to thank you for sharing your time with me today. My intent is to always help you make the most of your time because there isn't anything more valuable. Before we go, as a reminder, please join my Facebook manifesting group today and sign up for my twice-monthly newsletter, Quantum Thoughts. Both links are in the description of this episode. And both of those are places where you get exclusive content from me about my life, my manifesting, and my engagement with reality. So I'd love to have you join us. Thank you again for the opportunity to be of value to you. I never take that for granted. And I appreciate it deeply. Until we get to meet up again, I hope you make the most of your time. And I will do likewise.